Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Shit, I'm actually just fucking perusing Think Geek. <laughs> just cleverly don't give a fuck. So give me a second. Well, you can start, actually. Fuck it. Who cares? Sorry, dude. Roll tape. Roll tape. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, Lazy Geeks podcast. Aw, yeah. Number 90. Aw, yeah. I'm gonna get an auto tune machine. You know, I actually I have a gaming headset on right now, and the one I want to get it has voice uh, modifiers in it. Nice. And you can do fucking auto tune. You can do all that bullshit. Like T Pain. I don't sound like T Pain. Um, and then you can get uh, you can just add bass to your voice. Just stupid shit, dude. <laughs> something that I'm probably spending fifty bucks extra for something you really don't need. Nothing. <laughs> You know, and that's the American way, really. Absolutely. And, and when we stop doing that, when we start budgeting our money too much, the terrorists have won. <laughs> spend, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> you, that, I'll use that at work. I said, well, it's a little on my pressure. You know what? Then the terrorists won. That's right. <laughs> that's what Bush did wrong. That's what he <laughs> should have said. That's serious business, dude. Yeah. Serious fucking business. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so, how was your Thanksgiving, man? My Thanksgiving was delicious, <laughs> for one. Um, no, it was uh, it was cool. My wife made a Asian style. Uh, we've been cooking a lot of Asian food, and and just because we love it. I mean, my wife loves cooking in the walk. Like she makes most of our food in the walk. She makes tacos in a fucking walk, <laughs> you know, and. Um, we had like a turkey. It was a teriyaki turkey, and it was stuffed with pineapples. And we put pineapples like under the skin, so it was like hyper moist when we ate it. It was just so good. And then uh, we cheated and bought lo mein and fried rice from a spot down the street. Nah. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, we had dumplings and all that bullshit. Uh, how was your um, Thanksgiving? It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, we had, you know, traditional shit, you know. 
turkey and uh, mashed potatoes, all that crap. And oh man, the turkey was fucking amazing, oh. dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like when you you know when you stick the knife and you just see all the juice come pouring out, you're like, ah. Wait, what are we talking about? Oh, turkey. Yeah, turkey. Yeah. Like, well, what? So that's the shit going on right now. <laughs> uh, didn't like having to go to sleep fucking early. Mm. But, yeah, joys of retail. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving that we had at two o'clock. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Same here. I had it at two o'clock. Done by four, and then just like I'm gonna go lie down in my bed because I have to get up at fucking two thirty in the morning. It's fail. Yeah. Uh. But uh, did you get any – I know you guys are celebrating Christmas this year, right? Uh, we are. Uh, <laughs> no more of that silly religious bullshit. Um, Which is weird because when you say Christmas, you're thinking, none of that silly religious – wait, isn't that <laughs> – Oh, fuck all that. I told – because I told my wife. She was like, well, how can Christmas not be about religion? I'm like, oh my god, look around. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about Christmas religion. Christmas has nothing to do with religion anymore. Sure, there's some people – that that's that one day that they go to church. Right. Oh, I better go on Jesus's birthday when he's not even born. I'm not even getting this shit. <laughs> but um, he uh, – oh, no. We're not talking about Jesus. I <laughs> – or am I? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. So we're, we're celebrating that now. And, uh, you know, just – I've got the tree downstairs set up. You know, kids help me decorate it. You know, the normal shit. Fake but it's or real, fake one. Fuck that real tree. I'm allergic. <laughs> to, I'm actually allergic to pine. I get a, I get hay fever. I used to get it all the time when I lived back east because you know there's pine trees there. <laughs> They're so. indigenous to that area, aren't they? Yeah, there's there's lots of them. It's uh, it's what it's what killed the Indians. Pine trees. <laughs> so that was so insensitive. <laughs> Luckily, there's probably not one Native American listening to this show. <laughs> to any Native Americans listening to this podcast, the uh. Opinions and views of the people speaking are fully not- endorsed <laughs> by Steve. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No, we got. Yeah, because well, remember you remember last year we had that fake tree. Yeah. Yeah. Put it up again like that Sunday after Thanksgiving. I'm like, fuck it, put it up now. It's <laughs> a way to go, dude. Fake trees are just easier, and the fake ones now they look legit. Yeah. No, my fake tree is like five years old and it's a hand me down, but still, I mean, it looks legit. You know. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I got stupid as hell when you first set them up. <laughs> oh yeah, until you get the lights on them and then the the ornaments and you're like, oh, now it looks real. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. All right, now it looks le- less like a piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right. Well, how are we Mountain Dew right now? Yeah, I know, right? I guess it's uh, I guess it's high time we uh jump into some news. Sure. All right. So one of the coolest ideas that I've heard was that they were adapting Days of Future Past for the next X-Men movie. Using the younger versions of these characters would would have been a great way to to link the set of actors for the franchise and show them as being part of a single universe, which is something Fox is working to do similar to what Marvel did. With all that being said… Patrick Stewart has spoken about returning to the upcoming X-Men sequel, but it has been mostly rumored to this point. Well, director Brian Singer has decided to reveal 
who will be coming back via his Twitter Twitter account, as you would do. Uh, he has confirmed that Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart will be returning for the sequel, which will definitely spark huge interest into the size of the film. And it's also been rumored that Hugh Jackman could be returning to the film as Wolverine. And sorry. Not to mention that uh, Hugh Jackson's dance dance card has been filling up lately, but it would be awesome to see him come back in an actual X Men movie. It's Spe- funny you say dance card because he can dance. We've seen the video. Yeah. Oh, he can. That's right. Even if it is Gungam style. Oh shit. <laughs> but I think that's cool because like I liked First Class, but the idea of having both those actors returning and maybe and, and it, it makes, makes more sense too. Yeah, you know what I mean because it, really it really links the movies together, saying that hey, this is all this this is all part of that universe. But here's the three greatest actors from those movies that were made. <laughs> Why don't we keep them and we'll just everyone else can fuck off, <laughs> right? I mean, come on. I don't know. I like Michael Fassbender as uh, Magneto. I thought he was pretty solid. Yeah. Magneto. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know you're old school, but uh, I keep I keep a pimp. Is is basically what it is. Like I just I don't know. I I I like I actually like the last three movies. To be honest with you, I mean I really liked um, First Class, but I liked the other ones. I thought they were fun. You know, they kind of were like um, the Spider Man movies minus the third one. Um, they were they were fun, campy movies. You know, and now all the comic movies are very dark and and very serious and. I kind of, and and I like that, but I kind of miss the you know we're happy do 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 do, do you know whatever <laughs> bullshit of it you know but I think, yeah, what do you? Well, I think that's what Marvel tries to keep it. They keep it kind of light, you know. Happy go lucky. Yeah, because you know like with the comedy and like Thor and with the you know obviously Iron Man. Yeah. You know, in those movies they, and then of course the Avengers. I mean, they keep it pretty. They keep it from getting Dark Knight serious, you know. Well, that needs to be that serious. Yeah, though. that that definitely does. I'm waiting to see, you know, the size of the nipples in the next Batman movie. <laughs> I want them as big as possible. <laughs> uh... Stop. <laughs> anyway, so Microsoft's Vancouver studio is ready to get some work done with a badass new name. They get, now instead of being called Microsoft Vancouver Studio, it's called Black Tusk Studios. Dude, right? Isn't that badass? That is kind like, of. Fun. You expect something sick to come out of that studio, and I think something will too. And they've come with a promise that the studio quote is dedicated to creating immersive AAA games that push the limits of Microsoft's entertainment platforms. Triple X games. Triple A games, oh. man. It ain't like that shit. <laughs> Some Leisure Suit Larry shit. <laughs> Leisure Suit, right? Um, not only did they get a new name and a set mission, they are even hiring uh, for people who will help the studio, quote, define Microsoft's next big entertainment franchise. No details on what the studio's current or future projects are just yet, but just like with any other time there are job posts, there are also clues to be had. Yes. What? One posting calls for a senior visual effects engineer who has experience with DirectX 11. Now, <laughs> that face value, you're like, whatever, he's going to make a video game. <laughs> but when you dig deeper, the interesting part about that is the Xbox 360 doesn't support DirectX 11 and never will. 
So this may be telling us this next project for, from Black Tusk is either for the PC, but it could be for that next generation Xbox as well. Um, Mike Crump. That's a cool name. I don't, <laughs> my name's Crump. Mike Crump. Boom. Of Black Tusk Studios, which makes it even like his dick just got bigger now. <laughs> He's the head honcho over there. Spoke in an interview with the Vancouver Sun saying we're not working on an existing franchise. We're looking to build the next Halo here in Vancouver, for example, which is really exciting. We're building something from the ground up. Even though working on a new Halo title is working on a current franchise, that still sounds good to me. I don't know why. Like, I don't know what that quote is. That's a word-by-word quote. We're not, we're not working on an existing franchise. Next sentence. We're, for example, we're working on the next Halo. What the fuck? <laughs> That's already there, man. That's the that's a that's a uh, a, a, polit- a politician answer right there. So, bull. That's a Canadian answer, is what it is. Yeah, uh-huh. I said it. Yeah, I said it. And there goes all our Canadian listeners. <laughs> in all in all honesty, now that they're gone, let's talk serious. In all honesty, <laughs> um, if it was a Canadian, we'd probably get a straight answer. There'd be no bullshit, and um, everyone would leave with like cake. <laughs> Because the Can- Canadians are the nicest people on the planet. At my work, when Canadians, someone says they're from Canada, I'm like, oh, great. Everyone's just so sweet. They're so nice. <laughs> people from America, hey, fuck you. Go sell me this. Yeah. Ugh, fucking assholes. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, Black... I, don't, I, I, don't know, I know Black Tusk Studio just... It's kind of a boss name, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah, it's like... Right, and they're, and they're, they're not going to be making... Vancouver Studios... Now, now, Black Tusks, Black Tusk Studio. <sighs> like Jesus. <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to harden up the Canadian image. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just it just seems big pimping. Like it's it just like I'm Black Tusk. What up? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Not that dude. My name's Mike Crump. At E3, dude. At E3, dude. Somebody's gonna come out and go Black Tusk. Mic drop. That's it, right? That's it. Walk off. Everybody's going to be like, yes. Everyone's just going to start slow clapping. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, son. Black Tusk right. in the house. <laughs> I think we stretched this joke to its elastic limit. So, One more? Nah, I don't have anything. All right. So have you ever wondered <laughs> – have you ever wondered when you see the warning, do not turn off – while system is downloading and wonder what would happen if you did? Well, some Nintendo Wii U users kind of found out what happened when uh, something similar happened to them. You may remember we mentioned on the website that there was going to be a 5 gigabyte download of firmware that will be updated on launch. Hopefully you see where I'm going with this. According to the LA Times, it seems that some people are getting bricked systems when the download is interrupted. In simpler language... Consoles that lose power while downloading the massive firmware updates are reportedly being bricked. A reporter at the Times, Ben Fritz, tweeted, as he would, when his system was rendered useless after his download was interrupted um, during the, of course, firmware download. Other people on Twitter and gaming forums are reporting similar issues. It doesn't seem to be relegated to systems simply losing power, but consoles that lose internet connection are suffering the same fate. Now, you can choose to not update your firmware, but it would only be good for playing games. However, if you want to shop online, join the Miiverse, or do anything that requires any type of internet connection, you will need to download the firmware. 
as of this writing, Nintendo has yet to release a statement about the issue, but we can probably expect that we'll hear something fairly soon, and there will undoubtedly be an update to fix for that issue too. I kind of figured that having such a huge uh, update would be a bit much, but this is how in our technological this is how it is in our technological technological world. Five gigabytes. That thing, that's huge, dude. I know. And, uh, it's a little silly. Yeah, right? but, you know, if if you turn into, if it does break, I mean, you still aren't safe under the warranty, providing you're not giving it away for Christmas or something. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Really? Sorry. Sorry. Ah. I love you. <laughs> but, uh, hi, um, over there, have you guys, did you guys get any when they came out? We use mm, yes, we got twenty. Wow, um, ten were pre-ordered, <laughs> and then there actually was a small line of like five people. Wow, they got the Wii U. Um, they sold out that morning. We got more for a special uh, premiere rewards on sl- silver member like fucking scavenger hunt thing they were doing tonight. That thankfully. I wasn't working for <laughs> because I did not want. Where's this? Oh my god! Where's this? I have to go get it. <laughs> like, go fuck yourself and get out of my face. That's yeah, what that's what I would have said. Because yeah, I'm a G. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I don't play games. You know what I mean? Like, people just get slapped to the mouth and get dealt with. That's just how I do it. You know? <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, because like, didn't you used to have to like buy like like a cup like five thousand dollars to become a premium like silver member? It's like twenty five hundred, and you know what though? It's not that difficult because my wife is a premier silver member. Yeah, because I well, like I remember saying, yeah, it was something like that. And I I remember one year I had bought like my PS three uh, laptop and I bought something else. It might have been like one of my TVs or something like that. And then I got it, and then. I got laid off, so I hadn't bought shit at Best Buy because they're yeah. overpriced. And uh, and then I go ahead, and then oh, they're not overpriced for me. <laughs> Boom! But uh, Sorry. you know, then all of a sudden, like, you know, oh, it's gonna expire, it's gonna expire. And then all of a sudden, like six months ago, welcome to our new premiere thing. And I'm like, I haven't bought anything from you guys. <laughs> it's because it takes forever to fucking accumulate the points. Yeah. Like, I just bought. I just bought a washer, a washing machine for my grandparents. 500 bills on it. It's not a big deal. Yeah, whatever. It was a big deal, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But those points aren't even – they're not even on it now. Like they'll be on it in like a month. Yeah. You know, so it's like whatever. I mean now now that I work there, I buy everything from there. Um, Yeah, you get a discount. Well, I don't get a discount on everything, but even then – they price match everything, so I'm already there. So if I see it on Amazon, it's cheaper. I'd be like, it's on Amazon for cheaper price match. Hmm. You know, and and it's funny how many people don't utilize that. Like they'll be like, the people will come in and go, oh, uh, Amazon has it for cheaper, and I'm like, well, we price match, man. Let me pull it up. They're like, well, I'll just buy it from Amazon. I'm like, that makes absolutely no sense. Why would you want to buy it from Amazon when you could just show me real quick and I'll give it to you for the same exact price? No shipping. You get it right now. Yeah. You're a fucking tool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. What do you bitches be bitches? That's, that's all I'm trying to say. 
Well, half the time I go over – well, at least the one over here in L.A. And it's like they're out of almost everything. You know, and it's just like the one here is a little ghetto fabulous now. Yeah, see, I work at like the second biggest or the second best one in the district. Like it's a huge store. It's legit. It's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a shit because I fucking do it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, who? Who? Okay, I'm next, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're off talking about some bullshit now. <laughs> All right. So, Tammy Reller. You have no idea who that is. No. Head of Windows over at Microsoft. Oh, okay. The Windows division. The one who replaced Stephen um, Sunofsky. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. Um, it has announced they have sold 40 million copies of Windows 8 so far. Um, that's roughly a month after its launch date on October 26th. Uh, quote, the journey is just beginning, Reller said. But I am pleased to announce today that we have sold 40 million Windows 8 licenses so far. See, I wasn't lying. That's exactly what she said. Um, No details on how the sales are broken down have been released, which would have been pretty helpful in this case. There are a couple different ways of obtaining the operating system, either through digital distribution or from a brick-and-mortar store or from buying a new computer. Um, Just yesterday we reported – well, a couple days ago – on a, quote, trusted source – from like the New York Times or something. So this it seems legit. We just see New York Times. <laughs> Saying that the sales of Windows 8 are quote well below Microsoft's internal projections. And world word around the water cooler says they're disappointing. Um that kind of makes sense though, right? I mean it's yeah. it, it it's innovative and all that, but it is completely a complete departure from Windows 7, which everyone was in love with. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to take a minute. I mean, eventually people want to buy a new computer. They have to buy it anyway, so it's doesn't really matter. Um, honestly, it's going to take a while for it to catch. I just, I just said that, so I don't have to I don't have to read it anymore. Um, oh, I put uh, – where did I put – we'll have Windows 8 eventually just by buying a new computer, so Microsoft only has to bide their time with a maniacal laughter added in for flavor. Maniacal <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I mean, laugh. Maniacal laugh. I used Windows 8. Right now, I'm, I'm I had Windows 8, the pr- preview of it, right, and I liked it. I mean, it, it was it was cool. I did honestly. First of all, I had the preview, so I couldn't really use the App Store. It was like bullshit apps. I couldn't. I didn't have access to the full thing. Um, not only that, but um, what? Oh, I spent most of my time at desktop anyway. I wasn't in the little fucking start screen all the time. Like I just abandoned it almost <laughs> without even noticing, which is fine. Because it was faster on my computer, on my laptop. It did start up faster. It was great, you know. Right. Um, but I bought a new computer as Windows 7 on it, and I'm not going to go run out and buy Windows 8. Because Windows 7 is fine. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's working just fine. Now, when I get a Windows 8 phone next year, so I plan on getting January or February, then okay, because then I'll have a reason because of the connectivity issues and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I do think they came out with Windows 8 a little too quick, but I, I understood why they came out with it so quick. You know, they, they want to do something different. They want to set themselves apart. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know? But, like, you know, because, like, if you remember back in the day. Back in the day. You know, Windows 95, 98, 
you know, and they really kind of stretched themselves going in with that whole me bullshit. Um, but uh, Millennium Edition. Yeah, you know, and uh, machine with Millennium Edition on it. Uh, I skipped me, went right to XP. I was a child. I think it was bought for me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and, and since you know, since pretty much I could say like since XP, nobody's really rushed out to get the new the new OSs like they used to. Right. You know, and you don't see the lines of every. I mean, you'll get those fanboys of I need to have this because it's new, and I need to have something new so I can bash it on the interwebs later. <laughs> exactly. But uh, you know, it's it's like now it's like it's on. It's literally like the same day. It's new on every PC or you know laptop that you buy. So there's like no need to buy it anymore. And uh, yeah. forty million. I was like, oh, well, you know, that's still a lot, but yeah, comparatively. You know, it, it, it's a it's a bit it's a bit weak. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, do agree with you. I'm I'm happy with Windows Seven. I have still no real gripe with it. You know, no, Windows Seven works for me. Yeah. Um, there's nothing that Windows Eight was doing. Like I liked Windows Eight just for what it was, but there was nothing that Windows Eight was doing. It was like, oh Jesus! I've always wished Windows Seven could do that. Just spanking no. it to it, you know. Yeah, there was only one thing that really wowed me, and it was so stupid. <laughs> if you have if you have Windows Eight, and you have an Xbox, up to date Xbox, and they're on the same network, you no longer have to do that complicated shit to put a video or picture or music on it. You just right click and hit send to Xbox. <laughs> now that was cool, and I was using it all the fucking time. That's a right-click save right there. Right-click save, baby. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's whatever. I'm sure I can find something that will do that for me anyway. Right. It's not that big of a deal, you know. So, oh, blah, 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 bullshit. Totally, totally off topic. I just remembered right now. I was at Fry's today, and uh-huh. they, had a, uh, they had a fucking Tron light cycle USB uh, storage. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I was like... That's just cool. I don't. That's just big. That's pimping, right yeah. there. Like, um, completely overpriced. Oh, yeah. and poor quality. But the shit. Yeah. Really. <laughs> you have so, money to throw around. There you yeah. go. If you got some money to toss aside, <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> well, many times when people start a petition, they usually wait for some official word to come out that something isn't being released. We mentioned, uh earlier last week that there was a petition going around about how Grand Theft Auto wasn't coming out on the PC and PC gamers wanted their voices to be heard. They needed some 100,000 signatures and it garnered those signatures in two days. Now, let me get this out. (laughs) Let me me put this out there. Rockstar has never fully said that they won't do a GTA 5 for the PC. Last month, according to GameSpot, Rockstar co-founder Dan Hauser said that the PC and the Wii U versions are up for consideration. I think it's fair to remind people that the PC version of Grand Theft Auto 4 wasn't released until seven months after the console version of the game was released. Word. Even in their original statement about the console release for GTA 5, they said they had no information about the PC version at that time. Somehow that was perceived that to be a quote, no, we're not making it, end quote. While I understand that some people are bummed that the game won't be available on the PC around the same time as it is for consoles, to think that they won't release it at all is a bit premature. However, in the society that we live in now, 
No one wants to wait for any confirmation about anything. They will speculate and react as if they called their mother a name. So calm down, folks. Let them say no first, then do the petition. Because if you're doing a petition and they haven't even said no yet, it's kind of like, um, we were going to do it anyway. So... <laughs> <laughs> I just you know, sometimes I see these like oh my god they didn't say anything that they were going to release it. well we don't have any information about it at this time let's do a petition let's let's make this the whole new Mass Effect three thing you know it's like it's whatever you know it's I don't know I think I think everybody's too jaded nowadays you know what I mean like everybody's about fucking complaining and just being stupid but it is what it is I guess yeah you know what I mean you know what I mean like it's just it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I think it's just society nowadays is very entitled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when Super Mario came out, nobody was complaining that fucking Luigi wore a green shirt, right? You know, like, like stuff like – people complain about stuff like that nowadays. Well, the fact that both of that was extremely racist, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, nobody cared. <laughs> like, oh, it's the Japanese, you know. But it was, they don't know any it, better. It was the 80s, too, and yeah, you were racist back then. The 80s, I mean, it, you kind of had to be. It was like a de- like a default method. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... <laughs> 80s, per- 80s profile default method. That's right. He's racist. Just <laughs> the way it is, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't judge it. They had to do things to survive, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go for some uh, new releases. So, some highlights for this coming week in new releases on DVD. The Dark Knight Rises. Will be coming out on Blu-ray DVD. Yes, the triple pack comes out too. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation season two on Blu-ray. <laughs> I, I season one looks fucking amazing on Blu-ray. Also, the whole reason to get season one was the fucking gag reel. Oh my god. Oh, oh there's a gag reel on it. Gag reel on it. And, uh, oh shit! You could see it was it was just pure video transfer, so the video and the quality is pretty bad. But whatever, it's dude. Fucking hilarious! The jokes where they start turning into a they basically started they cut everything to basically like one long dick joke, and it just as it should be as it should be yeah you know and it, it's just fucking hilarious. It for me it was like. That's the sole reason to buy season one is I mean the the season one's awesome anyway but to really if you really want something special fucking gag reel yeah um also uh, coming out on uh, Netflix streaming we got the King's Speech uh, still haven't seen that great movie great movie um, Jesus Henry Christ um, and uh, which is an indie movie that I really wanted to see but it was very limited release now it's out on uh, Netflix streaming and of course. The Brooke Hogan classic, Sand Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematic masterpiece. Did you, did you ever see them preview that on uh, Attack of the Show? No. My God, that shit was hilarious. I'm like, what? There's a sand shark. <laughs> and apparently Brooke Hogan is like some type of like scientist. I can't watch it. I can't. <laughs> no. It's a scientist. Come yeah. on. I mean, it's, random hot chick number two i get but just like a scientist <laughs> i know Come well on. in that uh what was that that james bond movie where denise richard was supposed to play a nuclear nuclear physicist like yeah, no. come on there's only so much we can expect hey, i candy man you know you're supposed to be doing that 
yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Far Far Cry Three comes out uh, this week. <laughs> if you're a fan of, you know, and and I put this in here for a few reasons. One, uh, Far Cry Three is, ex- I mean, Far Cry series is extremely popular. Two, I have never played a Far Cry game in my life. <laughs> people play it, but I've never played. But the third one actually looks kind of interesting. Yeah, and and I might give it a rent or something like that. Um, Skyrim, Dragonborn, not for fucking the- D- DLC comes out. Not for the PS3 because they all but abandoned the PS3. Um, no, they say they're working on it, but it's it's been a year. <laughs> I know. You know like we're just like uh, just say no and just. I'm actually gonna. I'm thinking about. I was thinking about picking the game up again just for the Xbox, but then I'm like, eh, whatever. Because like, I already played hours and hours and hours of it. You know, so I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> um, so the next two are pretty legit. The holiday's coming up, or here, upon us, in your lap, right now, bouncing lightly. Just light, just hard enough, though, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> the Mass Effect trilogy, as well as the Resistance Collection coming out this week so these are two series that um you may have missed or a gamer in your life has missed um the resistance theory maybe because you know if let's think let's think about it a lot of these playstation 3 bundles coming out maybe getting a playstation 3 for somebody definitely pick them up one of these bundles if you if they haven't played these games the mass effect trilogy i shouldn't even have to tell you why that's cool i I mean mass effect is amazing and i've never played a mass effect game and, uh, see? Yeah. see, I beat the first one, but I haven't played the other ones. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't have time for games like that anymore, dude. Yeah. Although I play World of Warcraft all the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I was thinking that you know, for the price too, the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah. Would would no, I agree. Great thing would just be a good thing to just like get all three and then just kind of. And also the Resistance Collection. I personally think the Resistance um, franchise was a solid uh, first-person shooter. Um, it's it's kind of old school in the way that it doesn't have all the aim assist and all the bullshit <laughs> that Call of Duty has. Like, you really have to be on top of your shit. Yeah. The first game, the game mechanics was a little rough, but it got a lot better in the second and third. Um, the storyline, though, across all three was great. Um, it's a complete trilogy, so it ends at the third one. So it's it's pretty sick. Pick that shit up. At a Best Buy near you. No, I'm just kidding. At a store, <laughs> wow. At a store near you. Wow. I got a, I got a bonus. I got a bonus. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm pouring myself out now. Uh, I would, too. I don't give a fuck. I'd be proud of it, too. Um, so, comic releases. DC Comics. The best comics. Right? Action Comics number 15 comes out. Animal Man number 15, Batwing number 15, Before Watchmen Comedian 4 of 6, Before Watchmen Minutemen number 5 of 6, Detective Comics number 15, Dial H number 7, Earth 2 number 7, Ferris number 10, GI Combat number 7. That would be the final issue of that. Uh, No one probably even noticed. Um, (laughs) Green Arrow number 15, Human Bomb number 1 of 4. Uh, a bomb. <laughs> bomb. Uh, I don't know why I did that. It's a um, single issue, so you're just focusing on a different bomb. <laughs> right. Legends of the Dark Knight number three, because if DC needed something, it was another Batman book. Yeah, like they need another Superman book, which they're doing in next year. It's like, come it's on. Like, dude. I mean, I love Batman, but there are too many Batman books out. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, by the way, uh, if you're not reading it yet, Batman, the Joker's back. Uh, it's no oh, joke. Oh, yeah. It's sick. Um, in a good way. Yeah. 
Looney Tunes number two ten. Never, never. Um, they're always a crowd pleaser. Phantom Stranger number three. Scooby Doo, where are you? Number twenty eight. Smallville season eleven. Number eight. Stormwatch number fifteen. Swamp Thing number fifteen. World's finest number seven. Not the final issue. So people are liking that one. Yeah, that one's actually pretty cool. I like that one. Yeah. Um, in Marvel we have. All new X Men number three, Amazing Spider Man six ninety nine, one issue away from the final seven hundred issue, uh, Avengers number one. That's the uh, that's the uh, Jonathan Hickman take on the Avengers. Right. Uh, Avenging Spider Man number fifteen, AVX Consequence one of five. I think that's a reprint. Um, Daredevil End of Days number three of eight, Deadpool number three, Jun- uh, Disney Junior Magazine number ten, uh, Fury Max number seven. Hawkeye number five, Iron Man three, Marvel Universe, The Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes number nine, yeah. Marvel, <laughs> Marvel Universe, The Ultimate Spider-Man comic reader number four, Marvel's Iron Man two adaptation number two of two, Punisher Warzone number one of five. That's the second printing variant cover. Right. P- Punisher Warzone number two of five, uh, Red She-Hulk number sixty. Space Knights number three, Thunderbolts number one, Ultimate Comics, The Ultimates number 18.1. Oh, great. <laughs> the point one issues. Yeah. It, sounded, it sounded cool in theory. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> just progress the story already. I know. <laughs> Wolverine Max number one, second, print, um, second variant cover printing. Uh, X Factor 248 and X Men number 39. Ugh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was looking at something else. Because another I'm... another another right click save there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a condition. <laughs> so in Boom Boom Comics, Boom has some cool stuff out. Like if you wanted something little little offbeat but still really quality writing, like definitely check out Boom. They got some good shit out right now. Um, Freelancers number one, only a dollar. Second printing. Um, Garfield number eight. Like that's not really showing off what I previously said. <laughs> I know. I saw what I saw when you said that, and I saw the second one. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, because Boom's cool because they'll cut like freelancers. That's a, yeah. that's a book. It's a buck. Like, I mean, go check it out. You know, they, they're kind of more of an old school comic studio, you know, other than the big ones now that just fucking charge you an ass load of money. <laughs> money, money. Uh, Hyper Nashville's number six. Planet of the Apes, Cataclysm, Cataclysm. <laughs> uh, in Dark Horse, we have uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Willow Wonderland, number two of five, Colder, number two of five, Hellboy in Hell, number one, House of Fun, one shot, and then Star Wars, Plunge the Tyrant's Fist, number one of two. Purge, Purge the Tyrant's Fist, Plunge. That sounds, sounds, that sounds kind of sexy, doesn't it? Actually, it does, yeah. Right? Except that I think that kind of changes the context. Plunge the tyrant's fist. You can plunge it or you can purge it as long as you're doing it. You know what I mean? Um, at Dynamite, we got Doc Shadows, Vampirella, number five of five. Lone Ranger, number 11. There's a Lone Ranger book comes out like every week, dude. Yeah. Uh, Lone Ranger, Snake of Iron, number four. Yeah, it is. Lord of the Jungle, number 10. <laughs> it just sounds badass. Uh, Red Sonja, number 72. <laughs> Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time, The Eye of the World, number 31. Um, that's actually based on a really popular uh, The Wheel of Time uh, book series. It's a fantasy book series, just in case you didn't know. Uh, Voltron, year one, number six. Warlord of Mars, Deja Thoris. That's based on a very popular movie that just came I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
apologize. <laughs> yeah, I'm speaking stupid. Lone Ranger, show me your snake of iron. Ooh. <laughs> uh, in IDW, Adventures of Augusta Wind, number two of five. Chasing the Dead, number two of four. Doctor Who, number three. G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 185. Haunted Horror, number two. Kiss, volume one, trade paperback. Magic the Gathering, Path of Vengeance, number one. Pound Goals, Night Night Out, number four of four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Color Classics, Micro Series, Michelangelo, One Shot. Uh, Transformers, Regeneration, one, number 86. And... Womanthology space number three of five. Who knows, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, in image, Alpha Girl number five, Black Acre number one, Blood Strike number thirty three, Creator Owned Heroes number seven, Cyber Force number two, Epic Kill number seven, Great Pacific number one, Great Pacific number two, Guarding the Globe number four, Happy number one, Happy number two, I Love Trouble number one, Invincible number ninety eight, Legend of Luther Strode number one of six. <sighs> Yeah, I, was, I knew you were going to fuck up at that point. Perhaps Shannon's perhaps Danger Down Under. Ooh, two of four. Perhaps there'll be some Danger Down Under, right? Uh, <laughs> Revival number four. Storm Dogs number two of six. And Think Tank. Trade paperback, which shouldn't be there. Number nothing. <laughs> so um, I went through that fast because we're kind of dicking off a little too much. <laughs> so if you want to see the complete list of new releases, check out the website. LazyGeeks.com. Every Sunday for movies, DVDs, video games, Netflix streaming, um, sex toys, you know, whatever comes out. And comic books. And comic books, yeah. <laughs> Minus the sex toys, I'm just kidding. No, sometimes. Depends on the mood. Right? <laughs> when a new fleshlight comes out, Steve's always jumps on reviewing that. <laughs> when the Blu-ray edition of uh, Flesh Gordon comes out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Flesh <laughs> dude i was watching flash gordon the other day fuck yeah you were it's on oh. netflix isn't it yeah uh no actually i wasn't watching it on netflix i was actually watching it on cable and i think it's on netflix and uh but yeah like hearing queen <laughs> flash ah! <laughs> defender of the universe doom, 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 doom. and then you see like like timothy dalton in there and I was like oh my god fucking James Bond's in this dude that fucking that movie that movie's so cool I, I don't even remember half of it I was so young when I saw it it's so cheesy but at the same time you kind of appreciate the cheesiness yes you do yeah. and even as a kid I still remember it being kind of cheesy which is pretty bad when your kid goes yeah it was pretty cheesy yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so cheesy. Uh, so god it's hard to believe a week ago over a week ago was the infamous Black Friday. Yes. And uh, uh, if you if we haven't stressed it enough by now, you all know that uh, Adam and I work retail. I'm Sky for life. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, if you listen to the Crash Test Movie Dummies, you know Kyle over there works with me at one of the at one of those retail places. So uh, um, he doesn't count because I've never met him. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, it's it. it how was your Black Friday? Because you were you're, you you obviously mentioned where you work, and unfortunately, because of the contracts that I have to sign, I can't actually announce who I work for. Um, that's weird. Yeah, I know because they make sure that that's stipulated in the in the uh, in agreement that you know. You basically... Who knows? Maybe I signed that too, and I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, 
But that's so stupid, though. Like, why? Why can't I say I'm not bashing the place? I'm just no, saying that I work there. Yeah, but it's it, it it's basically their ideas is that be, they'd be associated, you know, with awesome. Well, whatever. That's their laws. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we name off that place real quick. <laughs> anyway. Um. No, I um. It was interesting. Every there was a big line outside. Blah blah blah. I think the most interesting part of it was the way everyone was acting, the employees. Like, they were freaking out, and I'm just standing there like, whatever. Huh? The employees were freaking out? Yeah, because management just pumps it up to be this enormous event. And I guess it wasn't as crazy as it was last year. Whatever, you know. (laughs) So they come in, and I was lucky. I was actually working a register during during the opening rush. So I was awesome for one um but i said at the register and i'm just checking people out most people are cool it's, you know some miscommunications you expect that is and there's obviously some people that expect it to be perfect to get irritated that there's a miscommunication you explain to them well you know there's about a million people in the store right now right everyone's talking at once get over yourself <laughs> you know it's just you know whatever the I mean, world doesn't the world doesn't fall solely around you yeah, and if if this this is the thing, and and Steve knows this, anyone who worked has worked retail knows this. The majority of the human race feels that they, as that individual, is the most important person on the planet. Their problems are the worst problems. Their needs are the most needed. It doesn't matter what it is. So you could be so someone working retail could be talking to one customer, like perfect example, Black Friday. I'm talking to this little old lady. I don't even know why she's there. <laughs> People are rushing around, and she wants me to explain to her what an iPad does. That's fine. I don't mind taking my time. We're not commissions, whatever. You know what I mean? That's what I'm there for. This guy comes up to me while I'm talking to this lady and goes, hey, and starts snapping his finger in my face. And I go, can I help you with something? Talk to a customer right now. Give me a second. You know, kind of snapped at him because it's Black Friday. Nobody's going to call me out. Yeah. And so he goes, well, you're talking to me now. I need to know where something is. I said, <laughs> what do you – I go, um, what do you need to know? What? Where, what? And he, he says an item. I go, it's somewhere in the store. <laughs> Just boom. Just boom with the dynamite. Blew his fucking mind. He's like, what the fuck? So he walks away. Um, What else happened that day? It, and then it's the – it's the cleanup too, because like people just don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. Like they're just ripping displays apart. You know, it's like it's just nuts. So you got to clean all that shit up. I worked twelve hours straight from midnight to oh eleven thirty to eleven thirty. Jesus. It was just it was it was balls deep, dude. Yeah. And then friggin' I go home, and then I had to be to work the next day at like seven. <laughs> so I'm like, I tried to hang myself, <laughs> but I was too tired to tie the rope. <laughs> so it's just, I I I actually like working retail. I'm one of those weird people that likes retail. I mean, you're always moving, you're talking to new people, whatever. But I don't like it around this time of year. Yeah. And it's not because it's busy. It's not because there's a rush. It's not because of any of that. That's whatever. You know, be a man. Fucking deal with it. it. The thing I don't like about it is during what's supposed to be the happiest time of the year, 
you see the worst of humanity. Oh, yeah. You see evils creep up out of people that you, that on in August were probably the fucking given to charity. Like these people will cut a child's throat to get ten dollars off something that they didn't even know they needed until the Black Friday ad came out. Right. You know, it's it's just like it, it's amazing to me. And that's not the majority. I mean, the majority of people are, are whatever. They're just in the trying to get their shit and they want to leave. But it's it's amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, like, like this week, I don't know. We've, you know, somebody, uh, one of our, one of the guys that I worked with said, he goes, we've kind of reached that whole Black Friday hangover this week. And just this week, people were so mean. Yeah. Like, just... During the week, you're just like going, dude. Because they're bitter because they didn't get anything on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like going, hey, how you doing? And they give you this look of like, why are you yeah, talking you. to me? Yeah. And it's just like, yo, yo, I, you know, it's like, I didn't just fuck your mother and then tell you to call her afterwards. You know, it's like, calm the fuck down. It's like, I will. Yeah, I know. Now I will. I mean, I wasn't doing yeah. planning on doing it before, but it's now like, I, I think I will. Her, I have her number in, yeah. in, in the Rolodex. Yeah, I, mean, I can call her. You know, but like – Best believe. Yeah, like Black Friday, I went uh, – the two stores that I work at are in the mall. One seasonal and one's my regular job. And the regular job I went to, I had to be there at 4 in the morning because the mall opened at 5. Or our store was part of the section that opened at 5, um, fortunately. And uh, the re- so when I got in there, part of the mall had opened at midnight, of course, with all the big stores. However, when I walked past Target, um, I looked inside at the counters. There was no one in there. Oh. And uh, everybody said that they, they had opened at, like, I guess, 6 at night the night before. So I guess everybody got their shit and took off. Yeah, it was them. And then, like... Walmart was, doing, and... Walmart was doing the same thing, and Walmart was talking about striking, which of course never – I don't even think ever happened. Yeah. But uh, – you know, and then I, I went into the mall, and it was like a busy Saturday in the mall. Right. I go by – and we're like right off the side of Macy's. So they had a DJ in there, and <laughs> – but the thing was is that they were mostly kids. Yeah, mostly teenagers running around, so they were the one causing problems and and doing shit. And because they're fucking stupid anyway, it, yeah. it doesn't matter what day it is. Yeah, and then I was watching on the news and the next day how they were showing like I can't remember what store it was, but they showed like this ring of people running to this DVD rack, cardboard display, and literally tearing it apart. Yeah, which isn't even necessary. Yeah, it's like what? What is that? Why? Why? What there is must that? be hidden ones inside. Yeah. Yeah, there can't just be this eighty of them here. There has to be more, you know. Like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, and then it's pathetic. Yeah, and then like we were like, we were prepping for that hour before. So one of the guys made a run to our offsite stock room and then ran it back. And people are like looking at us and stuff like that. Mall security saw us, walked over, stood in front of the door so my guy could get inside, close the door, and then left when. Uh, we closed the door. I was, oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, and I go, okay, that was awesome. He's one of the cool guys. Most of the other ones don't give a fuck. But I was right. like, going, nice, all right. And then when we opened, like, people kind of lingered in. They like all these people were like, when do you open? When do you open? When do you open? And we're like, we're open in like ten minutes. Chill out. And then when we opened, like, it was dead. Like the mall died between five a.m. and like eight. 
and then then it just like kind of cranked up again but then just people were just like really just like uh, like Being super bitches yeah and it's like look don't get mad at me because you weren't here at like five in the morning I know. It's like don't don't get mad at me because you're a fucking idiot. And that happened to me too. Like people stroll in at ten o'clock on Black Friday. Do you still have that TV for one fifty or whatever? And you're like, no, we we don't. That was a we handed out tickets for that. You know, that's bullshit. And I'm all, aha. Uh-huh. You roll out of bed at nine thirty. Yeah. Right. And you and all the people that stood in line, they don't deserve it before you because they're just idiots for standing in line, right? Well, yeah. Like, shut up, dude. Yeah, they're idiots for a completely different reason, you know. Than... They're just crazy. Yeah, you're an idiot for just being a lazy ass. That's right. I want to get, I want to roll in about noon and get that TV for a hundred something. No, there's a reward for people that go in that early. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and like, and then later on, later on at my at my other my seasonal job, it's like, you know, the most majority of people were cool, but then the other ones are like. Well, don't you have a black – like you're expected to have a Black Friday sale. Like they expect you like, well, I want this on sale. Why isn't this on sale? Because they didn't want that on sale because you'll buy it at regular price because you want it so bad. Yeah. You know? they, people think Black Friday is a charity event. Yeah. It's not. And the way Black Friday works in every store is there will be a couple of hot ticket items that people will be like, oh, shit. And then mostly everything else would be swag shit, right. stuff that you really don't need. And it's just to get you in the store. Yeah. So you'll buy whatever. You know, people are so stupid. Yeah, like uh, in, in the mall, people were saying, dude, there's not even really that many good deals out there. H&M had the same sale they had Wednesday. Yeah. Nothing extra. But people still had H&M bags. Yeah. And it's like, you're the idiots. Because they're dumb as stones. Yeah. For, it's because nobody pays attention, dude. Yeah. They just – whatever. Yeah. We just – we did this whole – yeah, get this free shit when you spend over 50 bucks or 100 bucks or you know, uh, 200 bucks. You get yeah. this, this shit free. And it's like, well, it's like, no, spend over and then you'll get something for free, but you won't get what you want because <laughs> shit that they don't – they can't sell. I know. Giving you for free. This is so stupid. And it's not. And then once they figure it out, they're like, oh, they're fucking, they're crooks. No, yeah, they're crooks. And it's like, you guys are fucking so stupid. Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand how people can't get it. They don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, why? Why don't you get it? What, what's the problem here? Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, you know, people complain about, like, oh, it's bullshit that we have to get up that. Then don't go. If these people hate it so much, if they don't go, and no one's forcing you to do anything. No one's forcing you to go from your Thanksgiving fucking dinner. Because I'll tell you what, the, I ain't going. Yeah. You know, Again, I don't give a fuck if I miss a deal or not. Yeah. You know what? No deal is worth me having to deal with all those people. I'm Cyber Monday. Cyber. I'll get up early to order something online. Because I can stay in bed, pull the laptop over. <laughs> That's right. And then get in like two days. So what? I don't get it right away. And just not give a fuck. You know, and then some people are like, well, it's it's a tradition. I don't fucking care. You know and what? If, it, if it's a, t- a tradition, tradition then don't complain, bitch. If it, I have a tradition of beating sea lions, but you know what? That's right. Yeah. I he just does. yeah, I just keep it real. <laughs> he does. I mean, he's, he's beating them every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Sometimes two at the same time. Well, you know, you gotta kind of gotta you gotta prioritize. <laughs> you nasty motherfucker! <laughs> oh shit! I was watching CB4 the other day, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that movie is so fucking funny. Oh, man. That movie's I, a trip. I'm three generations deep in gangsterdom. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know what? To be to, Black Friday isn't this whole deal that everybody likes to make out to be. It's just it, it, it it's it's just a way for retailers to sell you shit that they can't get rid of during the year, and 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 you're the idiots buying into it. I mean, it's whatever, and, and you know, and you know what? You're technically not an idiot. I mean, it's just it's just you're an idiot if you if you complain about it, but you still do it, and that, that's with anything. Yeah. Like I hate people that complain like, ugh. I hate Walmart because they're just – they're fascists and then, and then they go shop at Walmart every fucking day. Right. It's like you're a hypocrite. You know, I mean if you – because I don't like Walmart. But I say uh, – I this is what I always say. I'd rather shop somewhere else because I go to Walmart, but seldomly do I go to Walmart. Hmm. I shop other places. But that's whatever. I don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. I don't sit there and wave a flag. Fuck Walmart. I could care less. Well, like for you me, know? like like you know, like the unions all bitch about Walmart because Walmart's one of the biggest companies in the world, and they're not in the union, and they're not paying union dues. That's the sole reason why unions hate them. Exactly. And but for me, it's like I don't like Walmart because going in there is like dealing with Black Friday every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. And nobody gives a shit. Yeah. At all, those the carts right in the middle of the fucking walkway. Yeah, you know, and it's just like you know, it's like fucking bitches. Yeah, and it's just like I would n- I don't go there because of the fact that I don't want to deal with it. And then the ghetto ass one that I have down here anyway, it's you know, it's like yeah, that Walmart's pretty hood. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, I, and so, if I have the opportunity, I'll go to the one in Porter Ranch. <laughs> you now, know, but where I live in Arizona, they're all super super WalMarts. Mm. They're all massive fucking warehouses. You walk from one end to the other and you're tired. (laughs) Fuck. It's like Comic-Con training. (laughs) I'm telling you. And they got like benches set up in some of the walkways so you can chill for a minute. Homeless people sleeping on the benches. you know. (laughs) That's the workers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh... I think that's pretty. I think we pretty much covered Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered. It was just ranting, talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. This gives uh, people that work in retail a little little chance to vent, because you always hear like the people go, "Oh, yeah, Black Friday." They either love it or they hate it. They never to talk about the people actually working it. You know, they'll talk to the executives. You know, like, "Oh, well, yeah, we make sure all our stores are open." I'm still in bed with my family. While all the peons have to go to their stores and, and make us money. Yeah. But I'm not doing any of that. But they never talked to the guys that actually, yeah, I had to get out of bed at fucking 2 in the morning. You know, or I had to get I had to be at work at 1130 the night before. Just to, Oh, nobody cares about those people. Yeah, you know. It's like. Oh, by the way, those people are us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And next time, next time you want to mouth off to one of them, just think. It could be us. No, real quick, this didn't even happen on Black Friday. It happened a couple of days ago. Somebody told me because I was tired, and he goes, "You look tired." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, the holidays, you know, shopping season." This and he goes, and all of a sudden he's like, "Well, you should be happy that people are shopping in your store." But I'm like, "I don't recall saying I wasn't happy." <laughs> you asked me if I was tired. I said yes and told you the reason. Why don't you calm your fucking ass down yeah. before you get slapped in the taint? Yeah, because I had somebody – because 
Yeah, like I said, I got to my first job at 4 in the morning. Then that ended at 11.30. And then 12, I had to be at the other job and worked until about 8.30. Right. And about my district for that second job was there. And he was like, are you holding up? Are you holding up? Because he knew I was going to have a long fucking day. And I'm like, I'm all right. I'm all right. And then this this one guy, yeah, asked me too. He goes, you look tired. I'm like, yeah. And I said that I was here at 4 in the morning. He goes, you know, this place was – I go, no, I have another one. He's like, dang. He goes, well – the only thing I can tell you is, he goes, you'll smile. He goes, it'll be worth it when you get the paycheck. And I was like, yeah, that was the like the one positive. The other ones are just like, damn, why were you here so early? Because your fucking ass made me be here that early. Right. <laughs> given given the option, I would have been, I would have strolled in at ten, you know. But no. But no. <laughs> you fucked hard no. to come in here at like midnight or six o'clock the night before. Not up in here. <laughs> Not up in here. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time we uh come up to some of our uh, douchebag runner-ups. You got. Yeah. One. Still thinking about a Black Friday story. I'm sorry. <laughs> just that day was so crazy, man. It's just nuts. Okay. Anyway, my brain turned to mush by like three. My brain is still mush. <laughs> I'm so fucked up. Anyway, speaking of speaking of funny, <laughs> the U.S. Postal Service is defending a mail carrier who stepped around a Denver man who collapsed and died near his front door. Just danced around him. Hey, here's your mail, motherfucker, and just walked away. Their union. What do they care? <laughs> exactly. They're never going to lose their job, so it doesn't matter. Um, Dale Dale Porch was dropped off at home last week after working the night shift for the regional transportation district, but never made it inside. Family members say hours later, a mail carrier walked by the body to deliver the mail, but did nothing to help. So, hold up. <laughs> Family members say. So, what were they doing? Chilling, having cups of tea? <laughs> that sounds shady to me. Like, how, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know? You, you, did you just come right at that time that the mail was coming? Fuck you. <laughs> Nobody was helping that cat. KMGH TV reports the carrier has been temporarily taken off the route. Which means he's just working another route. <laughs> yeah, I know. The family says the carrier told them he thought the body was a mannequin, a decoration left over from Halloween. Wow. Yeah, right. Uh, a postal yeah, service. The smell didn't give it away. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, if this was recently in Denver, it's pretty cold. Mm. So there might not have been a smell. But, you know, I'm going all CSI on these bitches right now. <laughs> A Postal Service spokesman called it an unfortunate situation. <laughs> yes. It's always unfortunate when that you walk around a dead body. That probably would not have happened any other time of the year, reported. An autopsy report is pending. So this must have happened around Halloween. Because last I checked, Thanksgiving just passed, <laughs> not Halloween. I thought it was a turkey. You know, yeah, I thought it was a turkey left over from... So, you know, it's a, obviously the joke isn't that this man passed away. That's obviously sad. But there's two things. There's three things wrong with this. Okay. <laughs> One, thought it was a mannequin. No, you didn't. <laughs> it, no mannequin looks like a dead body. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's, let's be real. You know. Two, family members say he walked around. Where the fuck were you at? Yeah. Right? Did you not know that cat was in front of the door the whole time? Come on. Three. Three. <laughs> Postal Service spokesman says it's an unfortunate accident. 
I guess so, huh? Unfortunate situation. It's a fucked up situation, is what it is. Uh, but how do you? Yeah, because like he just walked around them. Okay. He, he was like, oh, dead body. He's yeah. probably from New York, moved over or something. They yeah. don't give a shit over there. Probably used to that. Probably were Chicago, Detroit, you know, L.A. Yeah, that's but, right. But see, the thing, my thing is, is that, yeah, how did they know he walked around? The mail came. The body was there. So, you know, did they do it or did they see him? Yeah, if they saw him, why didn't they fucking help his ass? I know. Ugh. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this one here comes from the Inquisitor, and this is a story about the uh, the law enforcement protecting us from three-year-olds. Uh, an officer was fired for giving a ticket to a three-year-old who ur- urinated on his lawn. The officer who was fired, Ken Quells, issued a ticket to a mother of a three-year-old boy. Uh, after the boy unzipped his pants and prepared to urinate in the in the family's front lawn, uh, MSN reported. The 18-year-old veteran of the police force wrote a ticket for a $2,500 fine, which was later dropped. The ticket for the three-year-old urinating on the lawn was charged for conti- – um, the ticket for the three-year-old urinating on the lawn was charged to c- contributing to the delinquency of a minor, which comes with a smaller fine. The officer who was fired for the three-year-old's ticket said that he was just doing his job, the man's attorney said. Quell said that he was responding to complaints that someone was urinating on vehicles when he came across uh, the little boy dropping his pants on the family's lawn, the Oklahoman reported. Extra patrols had already been sent to the area where where Warden lived. Uh, after complaints of loud parties, beer bottles thrown into the lawn, and cars being urinated on. So obviously, with all of that, you would deduce that it was a <laughs> year-old. Uh, maybe it was. You don't, you don't know. These kids nowadays, man, they ride hard. You know? <laughs> the, the attorney for the police officer said that the officer feels let down by the city and police force for failing to stand by him. He is disappointed that the city uh, with the city because he put his life on the line for the city every day, attorney said. Uh, Piedmont Mayor Valerie Thompson says uh, City Hall fielded more than 200 emails from residents upset over the incident, leading the officer being fired for ticketing the three-year-old. Okay, a couple things wrong with this story. One, to make that link that the whole party you know loud parties beer bottles being thrown and cars being urinated on was obviously set aside by a three-year-old right he's a criminal mastermind and probably saw baby geniuses one too many times a little too much a little too much um the fact that the that they fired the cop over this probably a bit excessive um i would say probably would have been better to just drop the ticket as opposed to um, changing it to contributing to the delinquency of a minor. How is that? Was the father, the parent out there showing, this is how you pee on your own front lawn? Yeah. If that's the case. I can see that. But kid's not going to know. A three-year-old kid's not going to know. No, man. I mean, my two-year-old, he'll, I mean, he'll just do whatever. Dude. <laughs> you know, they, they don't know because they, they don't – things like that. And people – People take shit like that for granted, that we have a society, because we're not born with the knowledge of where to urinate. Yeah. 
and stuff like that. So, like, little kids, they'll just fucking, oh, I got to take a piss. This looks like a good spot as any. Right. You know? Yeah, and, you know, it's like going, okay, so, yeah, he's an 18-year veteran. He probably should have known better than to write a ticket. He probably was on a quota. Or, you know, or he let his emotions get in the way, you know, being a little too, you know, too thick about it. That's fine. But, I mean, I don't know about firing him over it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think a ticket was even should have been involved nor should the guy have been fired over it the his police captain should have smacked him upside the head and go dude come on really yeah come on come on so come on come on come on over come on over baby all right so our douchebag of- don't just ignore i just sung that song <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our douchebag of the week, Finland show. It was Finland, right? I think so. Yeah. Finland. Finland or Sweden? Yeah. Shows its power against a nine-year-old girl. Yes. The power of Finland compels you. <laughs> this comes from uh, Torrent Freak. Uh, an anti-piracy group company has found it itself in the middle of a huge controversy. Um, CIAPC, a company that had the Pirate Bay blocked by ISP providers in Finland, tracked an alleged file share and demanded a cash settlement. However, the internet account holder refused to pay, which escalated things into an unprecedented level. In response, uh, the time this article came out, the police had raided the home of a nine-year-old suspect and confiscated her Winnie the Pooh laptop. <laughs> uh, very soon, West, Winnie the Pooh. No, oh, they took Pooh. Uh, very soon in the U.S., letters will be sent out to account holders informing them that they should stop sharing copyrighted material on BitTorrent. Uh, the message in the U.S. Uh, from mainstream shareholders is designed to be educational, but more aggressive companies will carry out the same process. But the sting in the uh, but. but uh, with the sting in the tail to request a cash settlement to make potential lawsuits go away, basically learn, basically boiling down to extortion. Uh, one such request for a cash settlement, uh, cash landed uh, on the doorstep of internet account holder in Finland during the spring, uh, known to- um, locally as TVK, a Finnish anti-piracy group. Uh, sent the man informing him that his account had been traced back to the incident of an online file sharing. To stop matters uh, progressing further, the man was advised to pay a cash settlement of 600 euros, sign a non-disclosure document, and move uh, and move on with his life. He chose not to give in to the demands, and that week things escalated as promised. Uh, Tuesday morning, the doorbell um, the doorbell of the family's home rang around 8 a.m. and the man who works in the hospitality sector had quite a shock. <laughs> Police were at his door with a search warrant authorizing the hunt for evidence connected to the illicit file sharing. Surprisingly, the man isn't previously um, isn't a previously unknown Kim.com related co-conspirator, nor does he want a run a site or a bit torrent tracker. He is, however, guilty of having a nine-year-old, his nine-year-old daughter with a taste for pop music. Having, uh, Fucking bitch. Yeah. Having uh, failed in her quest to put up enough money in her piggy bank to buy the latest album from the local um, pop star Shizu in 2011, she turned to the internet, first via Google, then via Pirate Bay. The girl's father said the resulting download didn't work, so they, uh, the following day they went to the store to buy the music. Nevertheless, the pl- last week the police visited the home 
and they meant business no matter how young the target or whether or not they bought the music. In concluding their search, the, the police confiscated the girl's file-sharing weapon of choice, her Winnie the Pooh laptop. And according to her father, uh, offered some final words. Quote, it would have been easier if all concern had uh, – um, for all concern if you had paid the compensation, end quote, the police advised. Uh, quote, I got the feeling that they had been the people from the mafia demanding money at the door, the girl's father explained. Um, let's see. Uh, at this point, my jaw was hit, uh, my jaw hit the floor, and I wasn't sure if I was awake or dreaming. So the investigator suggested, reading be, uh, between the lines, that I empty my wallet and keep my family in hunger for the next two weeks, so they could get so they could get rid of the case. What the fuck? Is this how it goes? I could inv- um, I could evade mur- um, justice murder by skipping Christmas this year. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Uh, however, there are signs of support coming from an unexpected quarter. The artist in question said that she doesn't want to sue anyone, and no artist needs this kind of media attention. Obviously, unless you're um, ours from Metallica, because you know when he sued every wanted to sue everybody for. Napster. Uh, indeed, the criticism has um, to her Facebook page is fierce. Uh, and skipping down, uh, the uh, CIAPC confirmed the case against the nine-year-old girls, only the latest in the line of attempted settlements. Last fall, a total of 28 internet account holders settled with the uh, with the company, but of course, we haven't heard the case due to confidentiality agreement recipients are required to sign. So my thing is, is why the hell do you have to sign a confidentiality agreement if you're paying? So, you, so the news doesn't – I don't know. It's, it's stupid. Like, come on. Okay, so no, we're going to extort money from you, but we don't want you talking about it. we go going to steal some shit from you. We don't want you telling nobody. That's basically what it is. It's like going, yeah, you know, that one song, that you, the album that you eventually bought. But you still download it illegally. Yeah, but you still bought it. That don't matter, man. It's just – it's like, oh my god. It's these, it's so fucking – None of it matters anymore. It's, it's like even to the point that they just want to arrest people, really. Like you can you – can, and, and let's be honest. It's a little it's, – it's a young kid. Yeah. There's a strong chance that they either – didn't know what they were doing was illegal or just thought it was something silly bad, you know, like not – and it is silly bad anyways. People make it a big deal out of it. I remember when Europe was the place that you could steal things, um, pirate things off the internet and not get arrested for it, and we were the bad ones. Right. Now it's like people swat coming to your house when you steal the latest Nicki Minaj album or something. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if it's for poor taste or for stealing. Yeah, I know. See, it would be different if they're like going, you're listening to that, and then they bash your computer because you you stole that. And that's condemned. I mean, that's condoned by the lazy geeks. If you're listening to shitty music. If somebody burst in your house, busted up your um, your laptop because you bought a shit. Yeah. I don't, it's justified. I agree. Yeah. But come on. I agree with everything that is being said right now. Uh, all right. So let's. I agree. <laughs> it's like Creeper, dude. So let's go ahead and counter that with some epic person of the week. Yeah. And believe it or not, it's me. I know. 
No, not the Epically Douchey. Uh, Fucker. Yeah. Google is actually my epic person this week. One of the biggest pet peeves I have with emails is the limitation you have with attachments. Google has seemed to hear our pleas and created something to fix that, but it requires the use of their cloud system, Google Drive. If you aren't familiar with Drive Cloud Integration Service, you should be. With the lar- with their um, large size space for Gmail users, it allows you to have access to all your files, pictures, and videos and are saved to your Drive account. Now they have one-upped themselves by allowing people to share huge files using Drive. Now you can send a file up to 10 gigabytes, which is about 400 times larger than a traditional email attachment to someone else on Gmail. It makes it easier to send a video or large file via email, and they created a smart assistant to help you out because you were too much of an idiot to figure it out on your own. <laughs> Truth. All right. Like a smart assistant, product manager Phil Sharp explained, Gmail will also double check that your recipients all have access to any files you are sending. This works like Gmail's forgotten attachment detector. Whenever you send a file from Drive that isn't shared with everyone, you will be prompted with an option to change the files in settings without leaving your email. Well, that's cool. Even if uh, even if the Drive link. Uh, pasted even if the drive links paste directly into the emails in quote the new email composite screen pops up now when you uh, do an email and at the bottom you get a slew of new icons one of which is insert files using drive it is currently available for most people that wish to upgrade to the new compositing scheme but will be rolled out to everyone over the next few days this is advantageous for people that like to send clips without having to post it private on youtube and then send out the link right and that's actually that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Ten gigs on a yeah. attachment. That's, Boom! That's a that's a right click save right there. That's a right click save, and that's a that's a bootleg. Is <laughs> hey check this movie out right quick? <laughs> email that shit up to you. Because Google don't ask questions. You can put whatever the hell you want on that drive. They don't they don't really give a shit. User information to make money off it. They don't give a shit what you. Yeah. Yeah. You can fucking just jack, jack, jack. That's it. Like, go, yo, man. Steady jack. Check out this clip. Ain't this your, ain't this your girl? Ain't this your girl right here on me? How'd you get this video? Because I filmed it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Put the camera in my hand and we started rolling. <laughs> and it's from my POV. What? <laughs> what? Oh, man. But yeah, because yeah, I always hated that file attachment size. What was it like, like 500 megabytes or something like yeah. that? Where you like put like on 25. Like, it was just really stupid. Like, you could just send a document or a picture. That's about it. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, some site comments. Uh, this one I this one I saved because of the fact that I it, it I got it. We got it on the site like. Oh, I have to say, like, almost two weeks, just after we recorded the last podcast. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to save this because this one was just spewing fangirl venom. I say fangirl venom because I wrote an article about Zach Quinto, and uh, he was – he had said that it's possible that – Dealing with roles like Spock and and, and uh, uh, Siler from Heroes, you know, it, it's probably over now, you know. And uh, but I had stated in there like, yeah, 
you know, that's cool to say, but he said that after the last Star Trek movie, and yet he's still in the sequel. I know they're contractually obligated for three, but Zachary Quinto isn't exactly burning up, like, movies. Like, he's not in, like, every... Yeah, he's he's just Spock. That's, that's it. And it's one of those roles that he... I mean, he's killing it. He's doing great. But it's one of those roles where it doesn't really translate to other things. Right. And, you know. and yeah, and I had said, I go, you know... Um, you know, he's not exactly burning up the, the movie screens like Chris Pine. So, of course, Kim decides to leave a comment. and, and he, Tripping out. Tripping out. Tripping out. It's like, quote, what was Chris Pine been burning up? What has Chris Pine been burning up? Are you serious? Look, if you per- personally dislike Quinto, just say so. But this is nonsense coming out uh, uh, since coming out of Star Trek. It was Quinto getting credit for his acting. If you saw Siler in his margin call role, it is because you wanted to, plain and simple. Pine is not the next Daniel Day-Lewis, so give me a break. Well, <laughs> first of all, the only, the only next Dan- Daniel Day-Lewis is Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis can only improve upon himself. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that that went <laughs> a bit too far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like I looked at it and I was like, going, okay, what had you know? I didn't. I, I didn't necessarily say he was the greatest actor known to man, but if you really, really wanted to see what has Zach, uh, what has you know. Chris Pine done. I mean, yeah, I mean, aside from doing movies like, you know, Star Trek Unstoppable, This Means War, People Like Us, Rise of the Guardians, the next Star Trek movie, the, the Jack Ryan franchise, you know, he, he, he hasn't done much. Yeah, he he's just been chilling. You know, oh. he arm wrestled William Shatner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He did. He did. Uh, he did that. And, and when you look at. Uh, when you look at, um, you know, Zachary Quinto, and you see, you know, Star Trek, and you see Margin Call, then he did a couple of shorts, and then oh, oh yeah, he was in uh, American History Story, the the second season. Um, pretty much, that's all he's been in. Um, so for me, it was like, okay, one, you need to calm the fuck down. Because I never said that Chris Pine was a better actor. In fact, when St- Star Trek announced that Zachary Quinto was going to be Spock, I was the only person that said he was perfect for it, and everybody else thought I was complete idiot. And it's true. And uh, and then, we still do really, but for different reasons, you know. But then the like moment, and it was like part of the group that we went to go see it with, you know, Brandon, Brett, and all of them. They were like. Well, you're fucking serious, really? Uh, I'm like, oh, he'll be perfect. And then when it came, like, oh my god, that's good. It's like, I I know this. I said that. So it was, this person's like, I never said this. Like, I just simply said that for him to make a comment like that, while his career is not exactly, it, it, it's a little, a little much. Yeah. So, Kim, calm the fuck down. And um. You know, get your, you know, and just play with your vibrator named Zachary. Zachary. And you turn it on, it goes, oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh man. But yeah, when I saw (laughs) it, put that on. That's so funny. (laughs) 
it's just complete fanboy. Like you read it, you're just like, oh my god, that person. Even without reading the article, you're just like, oh my god, this person needs to calm down. Hey, real quick, and I, you know what? You can edit this out if you want to, but I'm gonna call old man. Dude. I'm gonna call your brother out right now. <laughs> this Facebook post he threw up like a clown, dude. So he puts, this is so true. Obama and his team use it all the time. I'm not trying to get political. I'm just talking about the correlation between the quote and Obama. That's all I'm saying. So the quote is, make the lie big, make it simple, oh. keep saying it, and eventually they will believe it. Adolf Hitler. Really, dude? Like, a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Even on Obama's worst day, I don't think he's as bad as uh, Mr. Hitler. Yeah. Captain Hitler over there. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen that one popping up on a lot of... I just thought that was funny. Like, people nowadays are a little dramatic. Um, I'm calling him out. <laughs> he made a Hitler comparison to somebody who was actually alive. <laughs> That's a fail right there. <laughs> That's an insta-fail. Oh, man. Alright, so last comment is from Linda on um, an old article that I did earlier this year. The old-ass article. Yeah, a rumor for no pre-registration for 2013 Comic-Con. Said in July 2011, I made a hotel reservation for the con in 2012. That was your first mistake. (laughs) Really, it was. Uh, And followed the steps to get tickets. Never happened. Logged in exactly at the time noted, but could never get through. What a disappointment. They should allow those of us that could not get tickets for 2012 first in line for 2013 tickets. Well, if that was the case, then it would be everyone else. Yep. Yeah. All other couple million people that try to get tickets. So your odds would not be any better if that was the case. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, the, you know, we we here pick on Comic Con a lot because, well, it's Comic Con. You can pick on them. Um, but the problem is, is no one is ever going to be happy until they everyone that actually wants to get a ticket gets a ticket. And there's just no way that's ever going to happen. There's fire codes, you know. You can yeah. room in a venue unless it was outdoors, you know. And nobody wants to do that in the middle of July. Nobody uh, wants to do that at all, yeah. especially Comic Con. Like it's the type of crowd that don't want to go out. <laughs> yeah, they're. You know? white anyway so you know they the the only line we had to stand outside in and we bailed yeah fuck this i'm out stand here this fucking line right that one that we were like literally standing in the bay because that was the back of the line yeah it was pretty once i got over that we were ready to go (laughs) i was like fuck this i'm out (laughs) oh man nobody worth that yeah even the chick from big bang theory Oh, man. That's right. All right. Anyway. (laughs) That's really all I had to say. (laughs) All right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind all of you that if you want to read more about the stories we talked about, you can check them out on the website, thelazygames.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and at Circle on Google+. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at TheLazyGeeks, or you can follow me at Lazy underscore Nomad, and if Adam's ever on his, at Lazy underscore Sapien. You can even email us at TheLazyGeeks at gmail.com. The Lazy Geeks theme was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out. 
So be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy. And be sure to comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next time, a peace out. Uh, oh, my. Thank <laughs> you.